Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on your times and location. I believe I've created you respectively. You're welcome to this new episode on New Digest. And as a customer, you're here to open your eyes to the possibility of success every week. Yeah, so you come there, you see, you see, you listen to it and get enlightened. And also, um, if you haven't listened to a previous episode about my gender, yeah, a lot of things, you're a guy, you're a woman, I don't know exactly um, what it is. You feel down yourself, you feel that uh, you are not worth anything, that much anything. Well, I would advise to listen to our poem and not our poem, <laughs> Michael Hoos' poem, that's the previous episode. If you haven't listened to it, it's a very, very, very interesting listen. And when you listen to it, you come back um, the same way with it. Well, so today I'll be doing a very, 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 um, it's not a new thing though, that I've done it before. That's the World Cup review, no again, this is not the World Cup. And today, that's the, um, the 3rd of December, 2022, we're about to witness the first, um, the first match of the knockout phase, or you just started right now. So we are going to talk about the group stage previously and, uh, and what's going to happen, like the knockout stage, the quarterfinals and all. And yeah, I said we, because it's not only me that's going to be talking today. Because with me here is Steven and also Alex and Ezekiel. All right, so we are for um, four of us here are going to be talking about uh, what we're going to expect in coming matches, what you have seen um, from a lot of things you have seen. Asia, for example, two of their countries are true. Africa, also, two of their countries are, are true. So we are getting a lot of things also. So. It's going to be very, 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 very interesting. Even though you're not in front of football, I would advise you to sit down and enjoy yourself as we get started. So get a headphone, don't forget. Uh, that's all you need, actually. Okay, so welcome to the main part of this episode. I believe you are ready already to listen to the uh because um some players will collect, some teams of course, some countries will really collect because you know now this because for like 30 seconds, Jamie and Spin were here out, so we don't know exactly uh what it is. So looking at our group, let's just take a quick recap at the group of um so I'll start with um with Alex. So um I believe you're a, you're a Messi fan now. Ah, yes. So, like, you know that first match when Argentina to the to the um to the base for Saudi Arabia, they lost two one. What was your? <laughs> when Argentina lost, I was like, how and why would Argentina be Saudi Arabia? Like, who are these guys? Where are you coming from? Russia? Why just used to like? I see whole body was when Spain won World Cup. We all know this one now. They lost their first match, so I was like, okay, now, nah. and there's still hope because they still have like other teams to, you know, beat, which we ended up doing. Thank God for, you know, good team chemistry. Thank God for Messi. Mm, so, yes. Thank God for Messi. I'm wow. happy about that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't bring it out. I didn't ask about Messi. I said Argentina. You're, you're heard me now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't ask Messi. I said Argentina. This guy don't bring, don't bring out Messi already. 
Messi played ball. I feel like I believe Messi played very well, even in the first game. We all know for for those that watched the match, you saw how much pressure Messi applied on the opposing team's defense. You saw how much work Messi puts into the second match, and we saw how much effort he put into the third match. Although I know, yes, you guys should throw me. Yes, he missed the penalty. He didn't score. He didn't <laughs> assist. But we all know that Messi played ball that match. He broke defensive line countless times. He had shots on targets and. You know, I feel like he did out of passion for this. All right, all right. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I want to say because I myself, when I saw that, I was like, well, if I just not lose their next two, like it's it's gone for them. And I feel that really underestimated Saudi Arabia, given that they won um, UAE friendly match five before the World Cup. So that's exactly how it was. So, um, as you can, that means to say about it. You are like going to say something about um, the matchup between Saudi Arabia and Argentina. I'll, I would say. I saw the defeat coming from a mile away. Because if you listen to the pre-interview show, when they were like discussing it, there was a lady that said Saudi Arabia is going to like defeat Argentina. She was so sure of it. Why? Because like Great said, uh, they went with this overconfidence. Exactly. Yeah, they did the friendly matches. And okay, yeah, Saudi Arabia is below them. They, they thought that this is going to be an easy win. If you watch the match, after the first goal, Messi, of course, a brilliant play, player, opened up the goal 10 minutes or so. Yeah, that was great. But if you look at the next um, minutes of the first half, they were wasting chances. You see, Arturo Martinez just running forward. They were like playing so carefree. And the goals, the goals they considered were like so cheap that Argentina, this, this, this is a country that when they want to be great, they become great. So having, con- having to concede two goals like that, the, the first goal was basically, I, I don't know, I, I really don't understand how that goal entered. They just just rode past the keeper. The second one, second one, the, the, I, I call it no look short goal because the guy didn't really, really look at the post. He just was the post was like behind him and he just turned and shot it and he entered inside. Like Argentina was really really downcast at the end. And second, they tried to play that game and I trusted Saudi Arabia. They went with passion. They went to drive. It's a pity they didn't make it through. Yeah, because looking at the offset of the group stage, like. We're going to talk about the offset. We're going to talk about the um, the Cameroon and Brazil offset. That was that game was. See, even if they wake me up from sleep and say greater far, Cameroon beat Brazil. You can't believe that stuff now because normally, normally, when it comes to when it comes to top football, like the Brazil is when it comes to like looking at this world, like Brazil is top. Same in 2018, we were all saying France, Belgium. I think me, I was supporting France for Belgium. When I announced that they made the Belgium and France that quarterfinal, like, oh, it's France. Like, we already knew from the beginning. But this one that's already seen losses already. All the teams, are, all the big teams are collecting. Apart from the Dutch. Well, I'd like um, Steven to talk about the um, the offset between the, this um, this group E. You know, that has Spain, Costa Rica, Germany and Japan. That offset of Japan coming from where no one even knew how they even came and just won their group. Okay, um, thank you very much. Oh, group E, it's uh, it's like I during the previous interview, I mentioned group E to be one of the toughest group we should look out for, and exactly, and we were proving right. Uh, Spain, Spain played their game, first game they played well, but I think they, they ended up being too confident after the first game, and I think. It affected their gameplay towards um, towards the end of the group stages. I I, I must say I, I didn't um, Germany going out isn't a shock for me 
because it's their second time now. Because <laughs> yeah, it's their second time, and the once a, a team plays with um, politics and passion mixed together, it becomes a problem. I think the. Uh, so I, I don't I'm not I, I'm not the kind of person that sees Mullahs should that should be a constant starter. He should be like the man that stays on the bench and motivates this team. He can't start. Oh, so I always about Mullah. You know, at at 24, Mullah when he was young, he had a lot of goals already. Like I was looking to break records, but looking at it now, you know, like this match most likely, if not all, this is final match for Jamie and. Looking at this record, I don't think he has added more since when he was 24, when he was his 20s. So now I just get added more for Jeremy. You, you get. Yeah, so leaving him to keep playing games is is I is not for me. It wasn't the best from Hansi Flick. And yeah, they had obviously had options from the bench. We saw it against Spain, how the game changed when you know a few subs were brought in. So well good for me the special man in germany was jamal yeah musiala and uh, i think even though he has he had an ex- early exit he this is a world cup he's going to definitely remember uh so well i appreciate everything i think japan japan well deserved the qualification well deserved it was a well deserved qualification for japan okay okay um alex is something about the Offset. Yeah, I wanted to say something about um, Mula. So definitely, for, personally, I think Mula as a legendary player. You know, this is someone that football is in his veins, like from the time of his dad even down to him right now. Thomas Mula is a very, very wonderful player. He's the, he's the, he's the definition of a second striker and an attacking midfielder. But then when it comes to Germany, when you now see the way Germany played, <clears throat> he was playing most time as if like he was that target man that they were trying to look for to put the balls in the net. That's not what Thomas Muller does. If Timo Werner was okay and he came for the World Cup, then you would have seen Muller's performance. Exactly. Deliver. We've seen numerous times where Muller would have clear chances that and then back there when I feel like it's just the way you play is and then sometimes you can't just play certain things to fix certain players. Alright, alright, that's good. Um Ezekiel, let's hear from you. I would just like to chip in a few words. when I see knockout stages coming up, there's one thing that comes to my head. Passion drives football. Exactly, exactly. Of all the members of the Japan are the most passionate. Yeah. And they were ready to face anybody. Be you Spain, be you Germany. <laughs> when there was this they no saying we saw what happened they lost yeah. when it comes to Spain and Germany they went to their full full potential as I enter my year say Japan, Germany Japan, Spain there's only one word or two phrases that come to my head yeah especially that that, that goal that, that second goal against Spain like check that goal like how that goal was basically like, pure that was if you don't watch anime show, you just have to go and just, just have to go and watch that anime just, just, just watch that you, Japan you get passion and I love the fact that they qualified and I wish them more success I wish them yeah quarter final semi final let it take Asia to the world man see South Korea also ah, so it's just diverse but I couldn't resist talking about South Korea you know when South Korea finished that game and there was still like six minutes left. And you're all hoping, praying 
for Uruguay not to score another goal. Like that's that is what that is football. You see, football bringing out emotions and all. I don't know. What do you think about uh, what Ghana did to Uruguay? Do they didn't qualify, do, but they took Ghana and Uruguay out to them. I don't know what. <laughs> what can you say about that? Let me just say, Ghana just did this um, popular phrase. I'm going out. I'm going to take you down with me. Basically, yeah. yeah. They knew they could not win because Ghana, 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 Ghana began their 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 half in a very bad way. They stopped yeah. playing the way they play. They were more of defensive and Uruguay were more of attacking. And when the first two goals popped in. Ghana was like, no, no, I'm going away. And I'm going to take you down. I think they have some beef with Suarez. Yeah, that handball in 2010. Look at the after, after match handshake between Jordan and you and Suarez. You see the expression that he was giving when Suarez was like crying. He was pleased with it. So <laughs> I, I, I don't really like Ghana. I didn't like they mocked us Nigerians. But I'll say this. What they did against Uruguay, it showed me that, yes, even if you're losing, the passion is still there. You still want to show the world that yeah you are an african country and you're doing well so kudos to ghana kudos to south korea although i i really feel that portugal gave them that much but kudos to south korea kudos to all of them exactly so um i asked something to say also about um what do you feel about the um the top which african country actually like this group actually impressed you the most not regarding if not regarding if they actually qualified or not like which country actually um out of Senegal, um, Morocco, Tunisia, Ghana. Probably miss anyone, yeah. Which of them actually? Um... For me, Morocco, Morocco, Morocco. Well, personally, I'm a Chelsea fan. And, you know, coming from that perspective alone, if a Chelsea fan is listening to this podcast, you already feel me when I see ZH beat me proud. Wow, I'm wow. really, really proud of this. I'm, I'm a PSG fan too. Hakim made me proud too. Yeah, you see, so like, <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly proud of Morocco. You know, the funny thing is, when the group stages came out, wow, my roommates and I, we looked at all the groups. When we came to Group F, we just laughed and said Belgium and Croatia now. Like, what, what, what are you expecting? Morocco put passion. You see, this World Cup, it's not about whether you can ball or not. It's clean passion. Clean, if you have the passion, you have the energy, you have the zeal, then I feel like you're definitely good to go. See England. England, this World Cup, it was their youngsters that performed for them. Their youngsters give them their spots in the round of 16. That passion, that zeal, that drive. So I'm really happy. Morocco made me really proud this World Cup. I would like no, I'm still saving now what to say. Yo, the African country that, um, that impressed you the most, this group stage. Um, to be honest, <laughs> All five countries made actually impressed me because before the World Cup, if you if you tell me that Cameroon are going to win, win Brazil, or <laughs> you tell me that Ghana are going to even come out with three points in this their group, their group of dates, uh, or Morocco are going to top the table, or even Senegal. Yeah, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. It's like this probably the best World Cup from African teams so far. Yeah. Probably this since 2010. So that's that's really a big one for Africa as a nation. So I wouldn't um, select a particular team, although I was particular I was particularly impressed about um, Morocco, just like Alex has noted. But Senegal as well. Uh, so yeah, hopefully they'll go further than the. Yeah, I also want to ask you another question. Also, 
Um, what do you think of the golden generation? You know, in 2018, same Belgium, golden generation, this, that, that. But now it seems that the uh, it's coming rusty. It's really rusty already because I don't know what do you think about him. The Belgium squad, like the Belgium squad, the um, the recent resignation. What was it that? Okay, resignation of of their manager. So what, what do you think of? Um, I think it's it says a lot about mindset. That's what I think. From what Kevin DeWin said, he, he said that the squad is too old to win the World Cup. I think that goes a lot. The moment you you um, defeat yourself by your mindset, then there's a good chance that you are going to be defeated when the action comes in. So I think that's what happened to Belgium, basically. It wasn't like they didn't have the players, you know? They actually have, have the players. Uh, they might be old, yes, but then age, age isn't a thing to look out for when you are playing the competition you play once in four years. You understand? This is a competition that, okay, you are a very good player, you play at most three in your career or four. So it's not something, it's not like the Champions League where you have it every year and okay, you are out this year, you will see it next year. It's something that comes four years and then I think their mindset, the mindset of um, the Belgium team affected them entirely. All right, like exactly when I saw like that Kevin Debris said we were too old, like that's in no one was killing the mindset already. Like, I was also like, how will he still talk like that? Like, well, I could have been factual, yes, they're too old, but there's still things that could be done. Even their win against Croatia, it was just one chance they had, Pashuayi, like, and that was the only chance I actually saw them have, because um, Croatia actually held them, like, okay, like, what they call holding and all. And the, the um, funny thing that happened at Group F, remember Canada's coach, or like, they're going to go down, they're going to go down, F-U-C-K, um, Croatia off, and they got the reverse, like, that was really, really, yeah, he tried to give his motivation, but the guy did overdrive, and he actually collected that part, also. So yeah, you know, ask me, I, I like saving my goods for my, my upcoming goods. Let's look at Group D, though they messed up Sha. Um, Denmark, Denmark actually like surprised us, you know. From that Ericsson saga in the Euros, that Ericsson, they went far. They wanted to be dark horse, to be like Croatia in 2018 World Cup, but I don't know what happened. So um, Alex, what do you think? What are your thoughts on, on that Group D, the people that qualified, the um, the result, the arts, the outcome of everything. <clears throat> Sha for Group D, I, I would say my predictions were about correct. I was just a bit skeptical about France because I wasn't really sure. I felt like they would qualify, but then topping the table was really nice. It was really nice for them. France played well this World Cup. I'll give them that. They played well. You know the way the way they kept the ball. They, they did almost everything right. So I feel like their position is well deserved. All right, all right. Let's give anything to say. Um, the way Group D finished the group stage was exactly how I want them to finish. How I wanted them to finish because, well, although I really wanted Australia to be number one, that was my decision. Number one. Are you serious? That was number two. Well, <laughs> they disappoint me. This, wow, wow, wow. France skipped that position. They are going to France because I don't know. France, France went with this, with this mindset of I don't, I don't really understand because. France, France, they're the winning champions. They're the defending champions. People expect this much from them. And you see that match against Australia. Australia giving this opener, the goal immediately. They want to do something else. They won zero. Although France, France showed Australia why they are the defending champions. 
and that was like Australia's only loss. Then we come to Denmark. Yeah, I don't know what happened to those guys. Like. I really don't get what was up. Um, against their match with France, I would take that to be their, their hardest play because after they equalized, they were, they were, they were pressurizing France. Till the upcoming new generation goods turned up Mbappe. But still, seeing them having this last match against um, Australia, you would expect that, yes, if they put the same efforts they kept while facing France, they would overcome Australia easily. But 1 0, like, and that knocked them out. If they had won that match, we would have been having a different scenario right now, probably. But kudos to Group D. Uh, I really, I really hope, I really hope France, France proves us right. I really hope they, they yeah, because since Spain, I don't know since I started watching World Cup, like I said, taking seriously. I knew about uh, I knew about one and six though, but it was 2010. I started taking World Cup very seriously, and you know, Spain won 2010, 2014, messed up. Germany won 2014, 2018, left. France won 2018, but they are still standing, and they are facing. Um, what are they facing? I don't can't. They are facing Poland. Poland. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They are facing Poland, and you see. Poland. I really think that's an easy win for them. Yeah, yeah, to be uh, to be honest, to be honest, France, Poland goes <laughs> the same way they went against Argentina. Argentina, they are they are they are corners. The score score sheets, number of goals. The thing is, if you look at things back from like <clears throat> you way Argentina played Poland, you see that yes, Argentina did so many things well. They did so many things well. Yeah. But then if you now want to compare them with the way France does their things, you can actually say that France does their things better than Argentina. So if Poland can lose 2-0 to Argentina and France is more France 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 looks more like more settled yeah, with they, each they other. Guy they will they will do bad things well, to I, their I, I, I I'm not going to say that Poland will have probability of winning because right now countries have been exceeding our expectations so that's let's, true. let's really see Lewandowski and Zelensky I'm 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 I need those two I can just stop in this World Cup that is the second one I'm seeing like as I hear like this now you can even see that probably the knockout Argentina should I just knock them high school I said that before anything can clearly happen because you said that that Australia goal like that that header that header that scored I can remember. I can remember there was one mad goal. She that score was not twenty. That I used score the fastest goal. I can remember. I can remember that goal. That was like twenty eighteen World Cup. Like twenty eighteen World Cup. That goal was pass one pass to them. Just sent this side. Get just kicking. Like that goal was mad. Like then then you not see Pampes' goal. But that's all past. Now looking at also talking about the top scorers. No predicted for some of the set piece stickers. Like when I was with um, Steven, um, talked about um, talked about Messi. Talked about Neymar. Talked about some people. But, but looking at it right now, we have, we have um, Mbappe, we have Gakpo, we have Rashford. Yeah, they're on three goals. We have Morata also. We have a lot of good, like... So we don't know what exactly, who do you think will end? Let's, let me start with Steven. Um, the way it's going, who do you think will actually, actually get this golden boot? Because a lot of things are... Uh, of new names are coming up. Well, it's, it's now going to be difficult to say. Going through the... the um, Going to the knockout stages, but I think Mbappe has a, a very good chance. Yeah. Because uh Mbappe for me is not French um France's best player in this World Cup so far. I'm going to give it to Griezmann. He's their he's their pivot. He's, if you watch the their games, you know that Griezmann is basically everything is he drives from the defense, he builds the the, the the ball towards the wing. 
is returned to him. He drives, he, he's always driving forward. And then it's just like they have Bernardo Silva. And then all Mbappe does is wait for that chance and then uses capitalizes on it. Capitalizes on it. That's basically what Mbappe does. And usually you give Mbappe like five of those chances and he's going to score two because he's, he's not a very, very good finisher. So Mbappe is still going to, I feel Mbappe, once you have a player like Griezmann in your team who is not, um, he's not uh, hungry for goals, rather he's, he's hungry for the team's um, Team success. success, then you tend to have a lot of goals. And then I'm going to uh, mention um, Roy Mugata. Okay, okay. Continue, continue. as well. Just depends on how fast Spain goes in the World Cup. If Spain makes it to the semi-finals, then I think Mugata has a good chance of getting the award as well. Because you also talked about um, Harry Kane. We also talked about um, Harry Kane also as our last review. And surprisingly, yes, Harry Kane is on the shit, but it's not for goals, it's not for assists. You know, he's the one giving the big shots, giving Saka, giving Rashford, uh, the the young the youngsters, the um the assists. So what do you think about the um the England score, the way it's structured, the way the top nine Harry Kane meant to be getting the goals now having the highest assists in the World Cup? What do you think about that? Yeah. England not having not well hiking not being England's top goal scorer is honestly at first it was a shocker to me but then as time went on you know as the World Cup progressed I began to understand like I began to my mindset began to shift from what I initially thought because definitely definitely I argue it argue with your screen hiking is one of the best finishers we have in football the guy finishes and what I like about Harry Kane the most is that he has this playmaker ability. As I said earlier, it's the passion and the youngsters that are really showing this World Cup shiggy. Just... So, um, so, Ezekiel, what do you think about, um, you know, this World Cup? You have a lot of fresh young players. This is your first time featuring in the World Cup. So, which of these players has actually impressed you the most? It doesn't matter if they are still in the competition, if they've knocked out. Like, which of them has actually impressed you the most? Um, I'll start with Benningham because the first match against um, Iran, he made he made his impact. He just opened their score sheet and having having to play alongside what he will look up to as models. Yeah, playing that well, this shows that okay, there's a promising future for England. Benningham. Then I also I also I don't want to overlook. Um, oh, yeah, it's kind of bad, Jamal Musiala, right? Yeah. <laughs> so like yeah that that's also somebody that although it's a pity that they are out but those are those are young stars that we look forward to next four years to see but i would go with bellingham bellingham over everybody bellingham he did well and i'm sure i'm sure he'll be giving more opportunities to like perform and he won't he won't disappoint me okay all right that's that's also lucy so um as um as you can let's can you also execute to say, Alex? Let's hear your view on the youngsters. Like, well, for me, like youngsters, they are trying to being put under this kind of pressure. You know, knowing that your country's fame, your country's glory, is actually on your shoulders is a lot to handle. So they are actually trying. I applaud them. But for me, the youngster that actually stood out the most this World Cup. For me, I'm, I'm actually going to go with Ezekiel. 
I just go with, go with the same person Zika went for. I'm going to go with Benny Hart. For me, Benny Hart. Oh, I couldn't expect him to say Miss Mount as the Chelsea fan. As I'm just waiting for you to just see that. That's the thing. See, Mount did well. But how do I put it? Okay, it's more of something that you would expect someone to do normally. And something that someone is actually shocking you about that you're actually proud for. So, Mount, normally, Mount's my boy. I would expect him. Mount to perform one perform. She gets Mount's not my guy. But... For me, Bellingham okay. really did, but well, I wasn't right. expecting this much from Bellingham. Alright, so, um, Steven, talk your, your best, your writing and explain Uh, well, Saka has performed. Saka has, Saka has, has performed, um, to everyone's expectation, he hasn't been bad. Okay. But so far, I think the best has been uh, Musiala. I think. Yeah. Youngsters. Actually, uh, he's been the best so far for me. And uh, also, Gavi hasn't been bad. Gavi hasn't been bad. So I'll go with those three. Go with those three. All right. Well, oh, me and my own self, I'll clearly go with Musiala though. Although he was knocked out, but Misiala tried that match that he played against. Um, what was the final match again? Ghana against. Ghana against everywhere. No, no, it was Ghana. Ghana played against Costa Rica, yes. Germany, what am I saying? <laughs> My head is going. My head has gone far. Germany, yes. You don't miss that much. Germany's match against um, Costa Rica that he actually created a lot of chances. He had a lot of dribbles and all. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Well, we've come to the um, penultimate um, part, or rather the ultimate part of this um, this episode. We're going to be talking, I'm going to be predicting who or which country are we going to say that was going to go through as winner, maybe best favorite second and the third favorite so i'm going to start with um mr alex just wanted so i definitely want argentina to pull through then for me another team that i really love to see pull through is actually brazil brazil mm. brazilians are yeah they are really moving crazy this world cup they are showing us what we expect from a typical brazilian team and then you know Neymar has been going with drive although unfortunately he was not able to play in the last two brazilian matches but hopefully he's he goes on well all right. And then third place for me, England. England. England hmm. is good. England has been trying. Yeah, we'll look up about that. Look up about that. All good. Um, Mr. Steven, let's hear your review on uh, uh Argentina. Argentina. Uh, Argentina. I want Argentina, but currently talk with um Spain. Argentina or Spain? Hmm, Spain. Yeah, I'm expecting at least one of them in the finals. All right, you know that that's okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm my ears itching to hear a country. Maybe it's next to call it. I'm 100 sure you all are, are overlooking the underdogs in this. Hmm. When it comes to the big countries that are close to rest, there's one that's always sidelined. Ah, it's not possible. It's not possible. Hmm. I'm, I'm gonna say it. Portugal. Ah, you know. See your dreams, Alex. <laughs> Your dreams will be crushed, not because of Messi is not good or Argentina don't didn't play well, but they are just paired up with someone greater. I, I, don't worry. I, I like, I like, I like being calm. Uh, Portugal, they are going to put you. Mm. And if Portugal doesn't do this, France is going to do for me. You see those two countries. But that one, exactly. I, 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 I am fully, I'm fully behind them. I'm fully behind them. Argentina, Croatia, England, 
spin. They tried, they tried, they've tried. But I've, I've seen where they stop. They're not, get, they're not getting there. They're not going to be on that grand stage. Mark my words. You all listen now. Mark my words. Is it yeah, we we'll mark it, we we'll mark it. Argentina will get knocked out. Most of you will cry. <laughs> Most of you will be happy. But that's just the fact. Okay. They will get knocked out. Okay. Messi is going home. They're going to buzz this guy's head. When, when Portugal only round up 16. <laughs> Is that Portugal only round up 16? I'm just allowed to show them shaggy. It's a shock you, Osha. What was well that ends well? After that match. All right. Well, that's uh, well. Thank you all guys for coming for give your reviews to this um episode. We've come to the end of this um of this um episode. So yeah, take us of our predictions. So, as me, the host, I'm telling you now. France will go far. It's not possible. France will go far. We'll be back after the cup is being lifted. Not this guy. We'll know who has the last half. We'll know who At least one of my eight teams. Okay, okay. Well, anyhow, it happens, Sha. But we all know that this World Cup is very unpredictable, which makes it very, 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 very good to watch. Like, don't just don't just put your mind on anything. And I kind of like the fact that Nigeria is not in this World Cup because if Nigeria is here, we might actually have our heart taken up and broken to pieces because. My girl will have an upset, but my girl will get an upset, like we'll beat it, beat it, we'll see what else. Oh, my everyone qualified, so. But that's all for today. Well, that's all for today's episode. Well, it's your host, Grace Ophi, and with my co-host for today. That means to say today, um, anything you want to say? Well, yes. Don't miss out. out on any match from, from the knockout stage to the final. Missing out on any match will do you a great deal of regret. Especially, especially for today. All right, all right. So, we get it all, and well, Yes, yes, pray for Messi. Pray for Messi and Argentina. Pray, I want to work in this case. pray for Messi and Argentina. Um, <laughs> yes, really? I'm going to be very neutral in this case. I'm not going to support anyone. I'm just I'm just going to be say the best, let the best country win. Alright, well that's a wrap up on today's episode. Have a wonderful day. See you guys. Enjoy time. yourself. Enjoy your World Cup and everything you have to do with it. Thank you very much. God bless. Bye.